Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT New Year's Eve. Horrible. And they thought they make you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling. Wherever you get your podcast, just sits from. with that in the morning. He just sits with it in his body, waiting to unleash it. Like I, I think know. something was coming for evil. Anyway, I didn't yeah. even think about that. You just go about your day. We went and got lunch together today. I didn't for one second think, yeah, that's brewing. That's brewing in him. He's going to do that to his face and mouth. And uh, have to watch it. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT Two Play. Oh. <laughs> Baby's <laughs> 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 premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. The bloody good quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet Sidgwick to look ahead to New Year's Best show of the week, isn't it? Yep. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Can't think of a better card this week. Yeah. Let's see one out there. Um, it's not perfect, no wrestling show is. Mm-hmm. But it should be striving for perfection. It's thing. almost perfect tonight's show. I would say so, yeah. Um, let's start. Most obvious place. Grayson Bloody Waller versus Bran Breaker. Can Grayson Waller shock the world tonight? Maybe, you know. Like I think last week I suggested that it might infuriate Bron Breaker so much to the point where he gets disqualified. That's been the story. Like he's Bron Breaker is trying to no sell how pissed off he gets in Grayson Waller's presence, and then he gets pissed off and ruins everything. So he might get himself disqualified, setting up a rematch where he can lose the belt on a DQ. But they have me on the hook for a time. I will give them that. I have got genuine interest in the result of this match. I don't know how good it can be. I don't know what the quality ceiling is. Grayson Waller's a funny one to judge. There's absolute flashpoints in his matches where you think there's more. You're you're not just a Miz. You're not just an Austin Theory. There might be something a bit mm. more special to you. That finisher, yeah, is mint. It, like there was points in the Iron Survivor match. He wasn't just like doing intelligent character stuff. The work was pretty decent. Uh, and Bron Breaker can absolutely have these like exciting matches with the right people. I just hope it's not agented within an inch of its life. There's a good story here. Bron Breaker is livid with him, and this should be like lofty comparison. This, but like one of the guys in it was booking it. This should be like. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Hell in a Cell in tone, even if it can't be in ability. Mm. Total cat and mouse deal, where like Grace Moore just has to take advantage of like living rent free in Bronze Head because he actually does. I, I, like, I like the story. They've genuinely got me interested in the future of the title here. Yeah, I'd almost guarantee that the ref's getting speared out of his fucking shoes tonight. Something like that. I can almost guarantee that. 
Ron Breaker's going to get suckered into spearing the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. And then the shoulder will get worked on. Well, that uh, JD McDonough looked to dissect. When he diagnosed himself. Yeah. I think Doctor would have found it. Yep, that's correct. What good's that done? You're a wrestler, not a doctor, dickhead. I'm trying to be inflicting a lot of physical pain on your person. Is that good Irish? Yeah. I wish that they'd have parked anything adjacent to Apollo Crews and uh, Mellow last week because it feels like one of them is going down the card and the other one is going up the card and the one that's going up the card is a heel so that probably means he's going to slot in against mm. Breaker uh, or they could turn Mellow face mm-hmm. against Waller but then you wouldn't want someone who's an actual star um, as the first opponent yeah they've got enough baby faces on a pragmatic let's get numbers level to work heel Grayson Waller in the event that he wins tonight it's, they didn't really have enough heels for Bron Breaker it's not bearing in mind they've they are set to this is true but they are set to um, hold the show a PLE um, in an actual arena that mm. isn't the performance center. Uh, yeah. I'll wait for them to kick off as well the week after the comeback. That'll be funny. That'll be one to watch out for. Um, that's why I think there could be a rematch in this because they could use this to try and heat up. Yeah, that's. Uh, like well, I, was, I was wanting a reason to actually buy these near falls. So that's something. That is yeah. something. Uh, in terms of the uh, women's side of things, it was obviously settled brilliantly last week with that promo train. <laughs> uh, we've got a. <laughs> 20-woman battle royal to determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship at Vengeance Day, of course. Um, this was set up awfully last week. Well, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in your entire life. Woefully contrived. Absolutely terrible. Like, think if you've not seen it or you missed last week's review. Think of all those absolutely useless WWE programs. Actually, there's loads, so I'll be specific. <laughs> countless, so I'll be specific. Those programs in which they're about to have a Money in the Bank ladder match. Remember when they were just sat on top of ladders? Ugh. Like, the idea being that we need these idiot rubes we call our universe to realize that they are going to be in a ladder match. Is it the fact that we've done about 20 f***ing Money in the Bank matches enough? No, pal. Someone might be tuning in for the first time. Right, okay. Is it the fact that it's called a Money in the Bank ladder match in which Michael Cole incessantly says that if you were to retrieve the briefcase, it entitles the holder to a match anytime, anywhere, and it's a ladder match, and they can't really climb on Nout to retrieve a briefcase. No, sit them all on ladders. That's how thick they think you are. I love as well, like, that would always be a cold open, and it's because, can you imagine watching on television? Not so much the first person that likes to climb. Ah, the ladders are in the ring and set up. Actually, I'm going to climb one of these. It's about like the third person that has to do the, oh, we're all doing it then, are we? Yeah. yeah especially yeah. if you're a baby face. It's like, well, if they've done it, I suppose I best get up there as well. Like the indignity of the wrestlers and that, to do that in front of a live crowd. And the idea that it is an indignity. Never crossed their mind and said, oh, they look like arseholes. Scrap this yeah. now. Terrible. Absolutely abysmal. And this is a worse version of that because it was even more contrived and it looked even more stupid. It feels like it has to be Cora Jade. This. Possibly, I, I go for a big women's title match. For there's nothing big Avengers on this show. Day. What do you think? Big on this show is Brooke Jensen's hot cock. So, so I argued last week that the, like the worst thing about that segment 
apart from all of it, it was all the worst thing, was that it didn't need to exist because this is a good yeah. device. Funny you should all congregate <laughs> yeah. very conveniently like, in a contrived way because... A babyface champion is willing to take on anybody because she's a gutsy babyface that believes in herself. Cool. There's a reason for, like, a basically invitational battle royal. Um, i got great news for you on the winner. Go on. I, th- I think this will be all right, by the way. The NXT's got a good history with these battle royals in terms of setting up not just a contender, but setting up a couple of stories as well. Um, Tiffany Stratton <gasps> has, been oh, promo- yeah. has been promoted as a, like, ringing in the new year return. Is it her? Yeah. I think so. There's a different voiceover, but maybe it's a bait and switch. They've retooled the, like, dead air element of her gimmick. W in the boys. Of course. Uh, and I think she wins a voice for every woman. She she wasn't featured last week. Uh, so it's a threat that Roxanne Perez couldn't have prepared for when she was thrown up into a battle royal. And I think that's a... Who misses that bird person? <laughs> <laughs> so I get attacked backstage. Well, this this bird person, there's a uh, fire lady and there is goo. Goo. Uh... Is that right? We we already got our 20. I've got a list in front of me here on Wikipedia, but I get the feeling someone just opened up the NXT women's roster page. Copied them all on yeah. there. Yeah. You know, they've got Valentina Ferroz, Tatum Paxley, alongside the usuals that you would expect, the likes of Wendy Chu, Indy Hartwell, Cora Jade, Zoe Stark, Dolene. NXT JC also Jane. loves a whodunit. Loves a whodunit on NXT. Has done for years. So somebody getting attacked. Thea, Thea Hale I'd feel sorry for if she misses out. A babyface getting attacked and missing out then becomes an angle in and of itself. So, yes. Let's say Tiffany Stratton replaces Bird Person, for example. And then who's clipped Bird Person's wings becomes a story. Mm, wouldn't people just think it's her? Stratton. What are we talking about? She's just taking <laughs> she's just taking advantage of a situation. She was just coming back on for New Year's Evil. Yeah. As we always celebrate on the 10th or whatever the fuck it is. Like, Happy New Year. And she comes back in and wins it. <laughs> it would be amazing if the night before Rampage, uh, the night before Dynamite, Dear Hale or Bird Person's taken out and they're like, oh, who's going to replace her? Money. <laughs> Money. Money. That would be incredible. I said it's prop that if you're going to bring Sasha Banks <laughs> back, probably not. Unadvertised on NXT. What a pop. For us three. Uh, so you're going for Tiffany Stratton. I'll go for Cora Jade. Sid, who are you going for? Who's in it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take this seriously. I'll take this seriously. I think we could honestly start taking these previews seriously. Maybe next week we could start really (laughs) doing it, okay? Yeah. But who have you picked so far? I've gone Cora Jade. I've got Tiffany Stratton. I'm going with Zoe Stark. Yeah, I can see that. The want to give the she did that crowd something to crow about. And I think the best possible means of giving... Roxanne Perez, like, a very, very, very good first title defense. Um, safe pair of hands. Mm. Nothing that's going to sell a pay-per-view or many tickets or a big rain, but something that will establish the prestige of the title, and I think it could be Zoe Stark. I feel really sorry for Zoe Stark at the moment, because, like, they took a pretty great established working baby face, and it was like, uh, can you work or talk heel? No. Well, that's what we're going to do, yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> I find her a bit of a pitiable figure in this role, because she's not that great at both, and I understand that it's a developmental, and maybe they want to do that. Maybe they've thought, well, you can't do these things, so we're going to make you do them on television. But as a viewer, just she just feels sapped of credibility, mm. from where she was as like a pretty good babyface workhorse. They could do the thing where Nikita Lyons is about to get eliminated, valiantly gets herself back in the ring, back in the ring, back in the ring, and then Zoe Stark is like... 
Oh, she's been eliminated. She went through the middle rope. Mm. And Nikita Lyons thinks she's won. It's a really sort of flattering layout, but she's the biggest star. And then Star comes in, eliminates her, so they can do the afters after the title match. Ooh. Which will telegraph the life out of the um, title match itself, but that's wrestling. That's <laughs> what they do. That's what they do. There's always more next week. It never stops. Yeah, it never ends. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Moving on, um, let's move on to a match I know you two have actually genuinely been excited about for, for weeks, if not months now. I've called it. The battle of the, I never know how to pronounce this word, behemoths. Yeah. Indushare versus the Creed Brothers. You say behemoths. Behemoths. So now that's in my head as well. Yeah. I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait for this. Like, genuinely, they had this well built for the last, uh, was it Paley for Deadline, maybe? Mm -hmm. Deadline. So we've got it now. Um, Story kind of told itself pretty much on week one because they're massive and reckless. (laughs) And (laughs) I just want to watch that. I want to see these two teams crash into each other. That Indushare squash. Oh, mate. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? There isn't a lie. It was, oh, my that God. Lies, yeah. Just. Oh, my God. Cannot wait for it. Um, oh, God, I've got Hopper. <laughs> that's the stress and excitement exactly. for this tag match as well. Is. I'm and excited, too. There might even be, oh, calm yourselves here. There might even be trouble within Diamond Mine, guys. <laughs> I know. Now they've been such a close knit. I know. Like, I didn't think anything could tear these guys apart. But uh, Ivy Nile. Like, she's been looking particularly distressed with the uh, behavior of her former friend and locker room leader. So, I don't know. Ooh. Makes the jump tonight. So, what, to the locker room leaders? Yeah. Is there a single other than strong original member left? No. <sighs> when do the creeds come into it? Not straight away. Oh, hang on. Because I'm sure it was... It was that lad who looked like Jack Simon Pegg with long hair, if you remember. <laughs> Do you remember him? <laughs> <laughs> it was him... <laughs> I saw Simon Pegg trending with steroids the other day. (laughs) (laughs) There was Stokely, obviously Roddy, and... uh, I don't think the Creed's were in it, were they? Do you want the the list? Yeah. Hatchy... Hatchy Man, yeah. Malcolm Bivins, what's he up to now? 
this year. Damon Kemp, another former member. Tyler Rust. That's what he looked right. like Simon Pegg, <laughs> but like Jack with long hair now. <laughs> <laughs> What a trick in your mind. <laughs> Say the same bollocks every single week and then it just becomes funny. So I could do that. It's a really piss me off at it. It's like every time he'd stumble into it, I'd be like, oh, by the way, have you noticed? <laughs> um, yeah, I like the... Jack like Wilborn is just enjoys pattern whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's going to happen. He's, 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 he's not going to not do it. We were talking, <laughs> yeah. we were talking earlier on, as we sometimes do. We are bang right about uh, NXT. And the, like... Uh, silver cross days, like the platinum cross days, just being the worst product ever. Yes, and like, but you would try. We're, we're like conscientious people. You would try. Let's analyze this really, try. really terrible CWC match, and it happened to feature a certain character. You would say a couple of minutes, and then Wilbon would go, "Yeah, chase tails." Like, oh <laughs> <Yeah>. God, just <laughs> deflate like a ball run out there. Where's Cameron Grams? Yeah, conspicuous by his absence. I, I feel like I've read a million times that he's. Going up to the main roster, so they're just not going to use him. But oh god, what was the main event match that I heard about? I think it might be. Check his check his uh, cage match. No, it wasn't Cameron Grimes. Oh, okay, it might have been. I, it's, I don't think it's this, but it was something like Von Wagner versus Ricochet. Oh, oh my god! god. Like that, and you're like, change your plan. Would you? Weird main, weird main event coming. Like, well, drop everything. That's this week. Uh, yeah, Von Wagner's. Uh, yeah, go in his cage match. See if it was one Wagner. If it wasn't him, it was another one of like the Daft Monsters of NXT. What's he been up to? There's a few Daft Monsters. Yeah. Mustafa Ali versus Von Wagner. That might be it. I want to watch that. What's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> it's last night. Won't be that then. What? I, well, I, 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 saw some, I saw some mention of it on wrestling Twitter. Somebody Don't that, sleep on this. Yeah, somebody will have gone there live. The live report is like, you've got to check out. It was a banger. Mustafa Ali it was a banger. Von Wagner. So you think Indus Share's winning this? Wagner after Wagner after Wagner <laughs> after Wagner. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's senseless because you could always... They've got nothing on other than they're going to be like the dominant new and like force in the tag team division or whatever bollocks. At least Diamond Mine have got the, oh, maybe we're not a Diamond Man anymore. Maybe it's just not the same, this thing of ours. I don't know why that Mafia guys from this <laughs> Mafia on the show. I cannot miss the interview thousand for this. Roderick Strong's still in hospital selling the turn by Ben Kemp, which he was, was coming out. Storylines, yeah, but I think yeah. he's like, right, but he must be badly injured. Mm. Shame. Um, speaking of potential bad injuries, Charlie Dempsey's going to have his way with Hank Walker finally tonight. Absolute best. Impossible to care about this. Well, I'll try the Dempsey here. I'll choke you out. Well, I think Drew Gulak's going to have his head turned by because he doesn't really care about Hank Walker, if he's yeah. honest. That's not bad. Yeah, Drew Gulak is a William Regal surrogate because they can't legally use him on television. <laughs> the absolute second best coach for Charlie <laughs> Dempsey. He's going to uh, work a really bland match where because he's he works a style that you kind of have to be awesome at to be taken seriously. At least with, like, a high flyer, you can just be gifted athletically, not that great as a wrestler. Like, look at the Sol Rooker mm. gifts on Twitter. People yeah. go absolutely bananas for that. But, you know, you can, if you can do a little thing at that sort of form, people will go, she did that. <laughs> with Dempsey's character, he has to be this, like, incredibly intricate killer Technical doyen for him to get over, and it's just like, eh, not really. A bit loose and 
like uninteresting. Bit uninteresting. You need Slack Saber Junior. You, yeah, <laughs> you need uh, Wax Saber Junior. <laughs> you need if you're gonna be, you basically need to be Thatcher. Oh, someone involved in 2008. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I never will in my life. But you need years and years and years and years of absolute limb work nerd snobs putting you over to give you this kind of cachet, this currency to be taken seriously in the role that we are being asked to take Charlie Dempsey in, which is not particularly, like, TV-friendly. So what I'm trying to arrive at here is that it's really boring. I don't, know, don't care who wins or loses this match. I don't care who wins or loses the vast majority of WWE matches. Do you know what a key, and I mean key WWE skill that he's not developed yet as well? Charisma. Yeah. In a more specific way, yes. The uh, thing that every WWE superstar has to master, which is what face to pull when the camera lingers on you three seconds longer than it possibly yeah. ever should. Like the, like the backstage promo, he says something, he gets his little zinger in, and what he's going to do to his opponent next week, and then the opponent just walks away, and the interview stops, and he has to like look, and he just sort of stares and goes, he's <laughs> <laughs> got too long to examine that he, he hasn't got it yet. It's like, oh. Whatever it was you said, I've forgotten about it. I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking at you struggling to react to your own patter. I think Charlie Dempsey's just going to ragdoll Paul Hank Walker, unfortunately. that That's not bad, that detail that Drew Gulak has been like, yeah, oh, come on then, fine, you can come along with my class. You're terrible. You're good, however. Because mm. that, that's what William Regal would do if he was there, you would assume, with him. So they're kind of using Gulak as Jim a... Gulak's going to shout, like, put your left foot forward or anything from That him. would be tremendous. Move forward Move with your left foot, Hank. with your left foot. And he does, and like Dempsey catches it. And breaks it. Breaks his leg. The acoustic's not working in here. What's going on? I don't know. Why is no one listening to me? Move forward with your left foot. Was I not a successful turn for the punters or something? Uh, let's talk about Pretty Deadly. <laughs> yeah, I just do me, you know. I just do me, the young guys, and they come to me for advice. And I just do me, you know. I get in that ring, and you know, I'll just do this. Anyway, I, just, I don't like the politics. If you don't hear it from me, don't take it seriously. I'm not going to get on that bloody Twitter and be trying to put myself over and put gifts to myself. Anyway, Bobby Davro playing next Friday down at the top of the pier at Blackpool. Get I down there. I love an act. I still think Corey's good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty deadly. Oh, I don't go for those games. I know people ask me what tapes I should watch and they're showing this bloody flippy stuff. You want to see Alan Bradley taking a shot off the tram when he's chasing Rita and Corey. <laughs> now that's a bump. Now that was a work. <laughs> Just don't go for all this, you know, the dirt sheets. If you haven't heard it directly from me, if you haven't heard it from me, it's just basically second-hand information. That ain't worth nothing. It's worth now. It's worth now. So if you were to say, you know, I'm in talks with WWE again, and then, you know, uh, I, I am actually back in WWE, so they got that one bob on. Granted, <laughs> they got that one absolutely bob on. You know, if they're saying that, you know, old Bill, he can't appear on WWE TV. I never said that. It's the dirt cheats reading that. I'm not actually on the TV, <laughs> so they got that one right as well. But I should have. This game, to be the absolute best in this game, is bloody simple. Every story needs a beginning, a middle, and three endings. And that's what I told Tony Khan when I left AEW. You know what as well? The guy's so boring. <laughs> is that 2022 was the... Hot take, guys. Pass this one on. 2022 was the craziest year in wrestling <laughs> history. <laughs> dead, dead now. Dead. It was the craziest year in wrestling history, right? It absolutely was. 
And uh, <laughs> because it kind of petered out a little bit. <laughs> Two weeks time, please. Tweet 2022 was gutted. <laughs> <laughs> and the Limmy thing with Daft Punk and just do it over and over and over again. All right, I might do it. You should mind. do it to your partner. I can't do it now. Oh, God. See, guys, um, <laughs> maybe it's just me, but did anyone else think that 2022 is the craziest year in wrestling history? January and then just like, like every single, like as frequently as Limmy does the Daft Punk, yeah. does he still oh, do it? He, God. I, I, I noticed know. it. I got quite a few out of the, uh, the Fiend opening the Forbidden Door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of the car. Bray Wyatt spotted. Well, it was the craziest <laughs> year ever. And then it petered out because nothing really happens in December. And I was like, oh, William Regal might be going back to WWE, guys, like three weeks later. It's like, right, it's the worst year ever now. Because I've had to listen. <laughs> no, uh, no one person. Actually, there's loads of people I want to talk about for that long, but not bloody Regal. Yeah. Or his son. Pretty deadly. I, li- I liked him in BCC. Uh, I liked him as the general manager of the WWF in the year 2001. You know, it was an early forum version of that was goaded. Remember when Regal was reading Shakespeare and Austin just came out and stunned him and left? Yeah, the whole segment. Like the forum was big, and uh, <laughs> this was goaded. Nobody ever talks about it. It's like, well, there's a thread every week about it, where, <laughs> where you post a like, silent gift that took you four hours to upload and it was separate, like pickcollage.org. That now when you go on forums looking for old, like disgusting posts, they're all dead. Yeah, yeah all links, dead, all dead. dead links. Uh, pretty deadly. I will get this through. I'm going to run the gauntlet tonight. Well, uh, just attempt to get an. Funny that it just sung the. What was it? Stars and Stripes or whatever. Pledge of Allegiance. That was it. But now they've got to Indivisible. take on. Indivisible. Now they've got to take on, I think, three tag teams. It's pretty divided, so. Not exactly Indivisible. <laughs> <laughs> Kofi Kingston lost a singles match on SmackDown in about five minutes. It was and a great match, though. It was pretty good. Santos Against es- who? Santos Escobar. Ah, I forgot. It existed to put over the rules of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, God, yeah. We don't care about the sporting contest, but like throw each other on top of the like a best of, of Kofi's surviving eliminations, yeah. basically. And he lost, right? And then they're just like, yeah, big deal. Like, you've got to beat everybody on this show to get a title shot against us. This is not a believable story. And I liked New Day versus Pretty Deadly. Really liked it. Uh, and they've just drained my enthusiasm for it ever since. I'm into this because I love Pretty Deadly, and this means we're going to get a lot of them. And also, it might mean we get another little horny breadcrumb in the Kiana James So Wanks a Lot story. Oh, we're yeah. Three tag teams, yeah. and you've already taken out Indusha and the Creed Brothers. I can't really think of three other tag teams, if I'm perfectly honest. Oh, Malik Blade Idrisanofe. We might be able to see if he's wearing a t shirt on this show or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So th- there's intrigue throughout this book. <laughs> Did the idiot get the idiotic tattoo? And I'm dragging it out, but there is intrigue here. Has Von Wagner got a partner? Is he kick- who's he kicking around with? Uh, Bobby Stone. Robert Stone, yeah. Von Wagner and Robert Stone as a team for this would be quite good. That'd be all right. Um, how do Brooks and Jensen get eliminated from the gauntlet? Because it's going to be there, yeah! It's going to be my year! Because I think he's going to come out. Can yeah, you exactly. Him text me? Yeah. She said last week, did you say last week, call me or text me? Yeah. Or so I know the kind of the distraction about how they're going to do it. Like, is she going to be, like, in a scantily clad? Or is she just going to be on the front row going? Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm pointing at my imaginary phone here and going, come on. And his phone's got his trunks, as if it wasn't there every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He reaches into his trunks and there's his phone. Checking he's got the right number written. Now, maybe he's Mr. Digital. Well, he does wear jeans. Perfect. So it's not, honestly... Goes out to the ring with his phone. And, it like, that cowboy mate that you... Think we've got a hook up with, like screams at him as to why he's got his phone with him, but it's because he can't put it down because he keeps Stop sexting that girl right now! Right now! There's a match to win. You're thinking about your pecker! I'd like it if Sir Wanks a lot had a beeper as well. 
well as a phone. <laughs> so he gets yeah, beeped here, boss. He's got a watch that's hooked up to his beeper that's hooked up to his phone. Like all these that's hooked up to his cat. And it's like the old. <laughs> It's like the old general manager thing when it goes off and the whole building is it. Oh, yeah. right well, that's them eliminated. Well, so how else would how else would you know? How else would you just know? Just like frantically unzipping his trousers. Look, I'll read a message on my dick. <laughs> I'm just gonna double check if there's any more tag teams in next. And then he gets a uh, surprise rolled up as a result. Yeah. yeah. Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. They could further that story. Oh yeah. That is good. That, that is a oh my. Hello and trick. As a team for the life. Oh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't want to beat Mellow to the. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> don't want to beat Mellow, so I don't think it's going to be in it. For God's sake, that voice is stupid. It's the, it's the, it's just like, you know, the sinister, like the evil villain's got a plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Mr. Burns hands and that what, that's what pops me. You look God like a piece say. of paper being <laughs> folded. Yeah. Like Uncle Howdy. If he was yeah. even, yeah. you look like Uncle Howdy if he was even stupider. Oh God. Jay's out. It's like going up now. Like late like for tea. Get him. Come in. Your tea's ready. Got up for him. Jay's out. Jay's out. Does the upward inflection like reflect how they've like kind of become a bit more out there now? They're not about goth and trees and yeah. all the rest of that. They're hanging out with the rocks. Door yeah. <laughs> like, well, he might be watching. So I wear trunks. Yeah. Um, finally, the they've all like become suddenly more serious wrestlers. Yeah. Why might that be? Let's get. He watches his own daughter on that show. I don't know. I've seen the ratings. I doubt it. He's not like a million people. He's the rock. <laughs> I mean, tweet if he tweet. He always had an unbelievable instinct for great talent, so probably not. Uh, let's get to the main event. Hey, we're taking our restless kids here. Of tonight's NXT, and that's, of course, the number one contenders match between Dijak and that punk rat, Tony <laughs> D'Angelo. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this will be the main event. Wesley on commentary, of course, Wesley will face the winner. With his popcorn. Yeah. With his popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so lame. Well, Sammy's in. Yeah, Jack, popcorn's over now, mate. Jacked it like a cack on SmackDown. Yeah, so. so, did he jack popcorn like a cack? Yeah, like when uh, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, 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 when the Usos retained, he was like, oh yeah, and he went everywhere. And Roman Ro- was like, Roman's howling at first, then he looks on the floor, he's like, popcorn on the floor, mate. It's a really, really great. Like, put it over on SmackDown review. Genuinely great, like comedy bit. Like, it's joking three. So like he like Sammy Zayn's like made to sit there by Roman Reigns. Watch this. And then uh, he's got some. Popcorn. Why wasn't he out there to help to facilitate the popcorn? He went guy. to go and help, and Rome was Roman like, saying, "No, he's still right." Got, there. Got so, he's got solo. Yeah, got solo yeah. with him. He's still right. All about all this. So every angle's covered, mate. Don't worry. Apart from the invisible camera. So he's uh, yeah, exactly. Apart from that, so he's uh, eating popcorn, and he offers Roman some popcorn, and it's like made to look pretty silly and weird. Barrett and Wade Barrett buried him. Yeah. The tribal chief does not want popcorn, and Sammy throws a piece of popcorn at the screen when Drew's on the screen, but then it changes and it hits solo. And it's like a really well-timed bit of physical comedy. He's like, oh, like that. And he looks a bit scared. <laughs> and Sammy doesn't want popcorn. And then it cuts back. And now somehow Roman's got a full bucket of popcorn as well. And they're just thinking, it's like, eh, it's Better than a hangman pastry it with a beer. Popcorn, popcorn club. I'm joking. It <laughs> sounds pretty <laughs> good. Derivative, but good. And then obviously the Usos win. Roman's kind of no selling it, but really enjoyed his popcorn. Sammy gets up celebrated, like, gets the bucket. And popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, cheers. Like, cheers out of a dick. <laughs> like, cheers out of a big, so good it was. Judy dick because of the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think. Like one of those things you look at and go, 
Do I want one of those? <laughs> <laughs> what was that Channel 4 documentary? That we oh, uh, what's it called? My Massive Cock. <laughs> those poor bastards. Anyway, that's what I talked about there. Stalin. Big Massive Cocks. Dijak's in action against Tony <laughs> D. Does he have to go swimming in the lake? Because he's not welcoming the public swimming. Well, at least I've heard he's a bell end. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, Dijak's going to win, isn't he? Yep. Like the winner's going to face Wesley. I love Tony D. Maybe Tony D could be, you know, losing to move up the card in my fantasy land to go and face. Have there been teasing dissension between, um, I won't say his name too loudly in case we summon him, but like Tony D and Starks. Mm. And maybe Starks could try to run interference oh. and bloody oh, backfires yeah. and the bloody backfires. Well, Tony's kind of fighting for him here. Quite a baby face. Yeah. This he was I'm, putting him over. Yeah. But maybe that's the one, just when I put that much trust in you and you yeah. let me down. It's one of my NXT things where there's never really any baby faces. They're just people that are less heels yes. than others. And this time it's Tony D. Dijak. The mafioso. Dijak's the, he's not really a baby face. He no, he's not. Someone last week, didn't he? That's Imagine. it. Like, Tony D's looking out for his mate. He's kind of a nice mafia boss, yeah. actually. Honestly, I know how to bring up AEW because I'm going to talk about WWE and people don't like it. It strikes me so... The Dynamite much. haven't got a Mafia boss. Me too. Oh, Keep thinking Shut your mouth, you wanker. Whenever I... Oh, room, I've stepped on my dick. Yay! I was Stacks, I was about to make a point. <laughs> Very polite of you, Stacks. I was about to say, it strikes me whenever I hear, for example, John Moxley, a Hangman Page cutting a babyface promo, I instantly think WWE sucks. <laughs> That's what you idiots aren't doing. Uh, anyway, when he comes back in, don't mention the whole helping out and accidentally costing his because you'll just put it in his head then. Okay. Hey again, yes! Hi, Stax, you're all right. Stax, yeah, we get on now, me and Stax. Okay, I'll, you can have this seat. Yeah, thanks, Willie. Get the fuck out of the way. Hey, so, guys, how's it going? I thought you'd be feeling pretty down about that UK rocket failure that went on just in the last 24 hours. You seen this? You heard about this? No. No, no stars. I planned to launch uh, American Virgin Orbit Company, planned to launch a satellite, didn't work. So I got some jokes about space for you. Well, hang on. Before you do this, Stacks, I didn't want to die. No, no, no. It was well, just a... It's just like one of those stupid Richard Branson ideas. Exactly. He couldn't launch this at like bloody goddamn problems. It's all it's all fine, but uh You ever Googled um uh, Richard Branson lifts women? Excuse you? Google Richard Branson lifts women, it's his favourite thing. Like Oh uh, uh, yeah, it's idiot, weird. Idiot billionaires have got all their like weird kinks and weird power plays, and his is like whenever he's doing a promotion or anything. Google it now, stacks. Uh Wilborn. Uh like it's just it's both of you. Richard Branson lifts women on Google Images. There's hundreds of them. Like everything he does. There's probably one for this rocket thing. It's like if he's like Virgin Cola, Virgin Planes, Virgin Whatever. Like he's got a woman in his arms. That's, that's his big thing. Anyone listen to this? Richard Branson lifts women. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of pictures, different women. He's lifting them. You don't want to be lifted? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, let's move on to the space jokes. Oh, Richard Branson's a piece of garbage. Like, I'm not putting him over for it. Ain't seen some of that lifted since the Lighthouse family. You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Stacks. Stacks. Stacks, I've got to... Oh, my God. I think, Stacks, <laughs> the Lighthouse family might be my <laughs> least favourite... Band of all time. Andy Murray, really? went, Andy Murray went to see them live. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Stax, I got in your way there. I just thought that was quite funny. Do you want to know why? Why 
face there, Siggy. That's not a joke. But like they're, they're abysmal. They're abysmal. They are so pedestrian. They are so middle of the road. They are so beige. And oh my god, like you know when you're a kid, everything kind of rules. Oh my mm. god, Christmas. Everything except yes, yes, I do know this. Yes. I know exactly where you're going. And I feel it too. Everything kind of rules. Like every TV show you watch, oh, that's just awesome. Um, Christmas rules. The only thing that doesn't rule is school. But then like you get like uh, now thirty yep. or whatever, or now twenty eight. For your first CD, like music's cool, just like films are cool, just like the Mega Drive's and cool. Now it's got a bit of everything, and now it's got a bit. I of I don't everything. need other albums. I got it's, like, it's like top of the pops, but right now, whenever yeah. I want it. And I remember my first vivid memory of. It's not cool <laughs> to call Tony Storm on Dynamite last week. Man, it's not cool. It's just not cool. Uh, it was a Lighthouse Family in my dad's car <laughs> on the way to like football training or whatever or whatever I was doing. I was like, oh, this is so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> this is so depressing. And light, it's life, this life thing, that's just so cool. Am I, am, am I hating it? <laughs> the first because dip. Because incredibly pedestrian, <laughs> terrible <laughs> music. Lift it. <laughs> I What's this? Oh, life was cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Since you craft the lighthouse family changes everything. <laughs> Before it's after lighthouse family. It's my super villain origin story. <laughs> I tell you what as well. We are gonna be George oh, no! <laughs> where you and me. What about the other song? He's George he's uh, George Edward's lighthouse family for the Fortnite generation. <laughs> Put some respect on that man. The other song that used to bum me out, but I've since realized actually that's that is cool. Was um I was at Monaco. Take what you want from me. It's not, not how it used to be. Taking my life away. Ruining everything. I Peter Hook in Monaco, I think. Ah. Da, 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 da. I quite like it now. Yeah. That's because I'm. You, I'm you watch those documentaries like Classic Hookie. Classic Hookie. Hookie on the Light, New Order, etc. Durutti Column, Joy Division, etc. Just naming stuff. <laughs> from, like, uh, thinking, Tony, what's his face? Didn't he have this project that everyone was like, sounds like it's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a three bass. I think that was Peter Hook and a light, yeah, maybe, yeah. He's got three bass players in one band, and it was called, like, Bassline. Enemy's already <laughs> told I think you just like playing bass hook. Enemy's already told me it got nine out of ten. They've not even listened to it yet, so <laughs> it must be right. So, yeah, Stacks, basically. Oh, that's wait, I checked out a book on uh, Sorry, anti-gravity from the library. Stacks, shut, shut up. Just wait a second, Stacks, because this is worth it, I promise. I happened upon a list, love list, me, write them every day, a Q magazine list from uh, 2008, right, top 20 British albums from 2008, and like, as you can imagine, Q magazine, remember when it just told you what to like, like, and what you were told to like was white guys in bands with guitars, right? Landfill Indie. Beatles, no, well, no. That's Q, so. Be- yeah, Q, Beatles Oasis, all over it, top 20, like, all of them almost. Keen were in there twice, <laughs> like, number eight, number 13, album one, album two, album one, album two. Keen. Keen. Was Conk on by the Kooks on there? I bet it made top 50. I bet it did. <laughs> Awful album. Anyway, sorry, over to you, Stacks. Anyway, guys, <laughs> all about space. I uh, recently checked out a book from the library on the anti gravity. I can't put it down. <laughs> you know what? That's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, okay. You work for that one, Stacks. Question number one. Joke number one, Sid. <laughs> Why did Mickey Mouse go to outer space? Picture that. Mickey Mouse in outer space. You reckon he took Goofy? Uh-huh. <laughs> Good one, Stax. Because he wanted to find Pluto. 
Yeah, yep. go for it. Because he wanted to find Pluto. Hey, uh, Wilborn. Yes, Dax? Can I use your soundboard? You sure can. Bingo! Get in. Question number joke number two. <laughs> Why did Mrs. Moon... Who? <laughs> Why, Sidge, the wife of the man on the moon, of course. Why did Mrs. Moon split up with Mr. Sun? Um, was it Total Eclipse of the Heart? Ooh, I mean, that's better than what that's, Stax yeah, has got lined up. We do the word I've got written down. <laughs> um, it's that Mrs. Sun. Moon married to Mr. Sun. <laughs> um, why would they split up? Um, <laughs> he was too hot for us. They needed to give each other some space. Ooh, it's good, but it's not right. It's better, probably. Why did Mrs. Moon split up with Mr. Sun? He never wanted to go out with her at night. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that one. I mean, that is the answer. Yeah. Final question for you, and then I got to go to support Tony D in his probably successful match against Dijak at tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. What do you get when you cross a lamb and a rocket? Um, is there any kind of pun you can do on mutton? What's it like a chop? <laughs> lamb chop. Like a chop. Oh, no, lamb doesn't really go bad. Like a sheep is more bleat, isn't it? Yeah, but maybe. Say the uh, set up for the joke again. What do you get when you cross a lamb and a rocket? Missing wool. Ooh. Lift off. Launch. Um. Oh, just we're throwing the towel here, aren't yeah. we? We're throwing in the towel. What's the punchline? What do you get when you cross a lamb and a rocket? A f***ing space sheep! It's the way I goddamn tell him! See you later, guys! Gotta go and help Tony D with his match! No, dear, that's wrong. God damn it! He's not used to the soundboard. <laughs> He's not even doing the soundboard. It's the door. Buy it's the door. Buy, buy stacks, buy stacks. <laughs> um, buy stacks. Uh... So that was that put on spaceship. Yeah, I think so. Ooh, Ooh that is rough. Well, he's probably been concentrating on training Tony this week, so yeah, because he can work with Dijak, so he knows his. Right, honestly, like, I think his heads. I, I thought he was like <coughs> using the soundboard. Everyone, it's been a week. Already. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite the day, hasn't it? Anyway, let us know your thoughts ahead of. Uh, <laughs> tonight on Twitter, our culture. Good, good job. We're at the end of this. All right, but. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... <laughs> Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out the Raw Review right now and our review of this show will drop into your feed tomorrow if you do subscribe. Uh, but for now, this has been the NXT uh, New Year's Evil preview. My <laughs> thanks to the Daddy Boys to Stacks. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.